Welcome to Bite Size, a cybersecurity Q&A presented to you by Corolla Morris. Our goal is to take the complex world of government contract cybersecurity and break it down into bite-sized pieces. My name is Kate Growley. And I'm Evan Wolf. Every other week, we're going to take one question that we frequently hear from our clients and friends and give you a short and simple answer, and we'll explain why it matters. And this week, we're super excited to have an honored guest and friend, Michael Gruden, joining us to have a very exciting conversation about controlled and classified information. So, Michael, to start with, what is controlled and classified information, and can you describe sort of its history and how we got here? The executive branch began using the term controlled and classified information, also known as CUI, to generally describe unclassified information that the government must protect. The term was the product of a 2010 executive order calling for uniformity in how executive agencies, and subsequently their contractors, mark and handle unclassified, yet sensitive data. And so what else does that executive order say, Michael? Well, Executive Order 13556 directs the National Archives and Records Administration, known as NARA, to oversee a new CUI program designed to replace legacy markings like for official use only, FOUO, and sensitive but unclassified, SBU, with consistent terminology and streamlining protection requirements that all agencies, including the DOD, would follow. So that was 2010. That was like before we even had a cloud, I think. Mm -hmm. um, where are we now with the CUI program? Over 10 years later, the CUI program is still not fully implemented. However, NARA has made some headway by compiling a formal CUI registry, which catalogs and describes over 100 categories of CUI. And what are some of those categories, especially those that contractors might encounter? Some of the categories that we routinely see for government contractors include controlled technical information and export controlled information. So is any export controlled information CUI? That sounds really broad. Is that, is that how broad the scope is? It's actually really practical, and it's something that's actually commonly misunderstood. The CUI registry includes only information that the government is legally responsible for protecting. By definition, contractors handle CUI only to the extent they're doing so on behalf of the government, and thus inheriting the government's protection responsibilities. This nexus requirement significantly limits the CUI category's seemingly broad scope. Mm, that's really important. So what's a common example of where that distinction can be particularly relevant for contractors? One example could be taken from the CUI registry where it includes the category proprietary business information. Um, proprietary business information is defined as material and information relating to or associated with the company's products, business, or activities, including but not limited to financial information, data, or statements, trade secrets, product research and development, existing and future product designs and performance specifications. That was a mouthful. In most circumstances, this category does not describe a contractor's own proprietary information. Rather, it describes proprietary information of a private company that the government is handling. If the government obtains a private company's proprietary information, it is then required to protect it and keep it non-public. Oh, Michael, thank you so much for joining us and thank all the listeners for joining Bite-Size Q&A. We'll be back in your feed in two weeks to talk about CDI. And if you have any questions on this week's podcast or any other podcast, feel free to reach out to us. I'm Evan Wolf and can be reached at 202-624-2615. And Kate Growley can be reached at 202-624-2698. And Michael can be reached at 202-624-2545. This has been Bite Size Q&A, a podcast brought to you by Kroll & Mooring. You can find more information at kroll.com slash cyberpodcast. 
subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review.